Hello, everyone. Uh, good day, Sarah. Welcome to Fancy Football Wives, episode 23. I'm Anya, lifelong Spurs fan, married to an Arsenal fan. And I'm Sarah, a City fan, married to United fan. Well, this is a super quick episode, more of a check-in, really, as Sarah is out in Australia with a poor internet connection and supposed to be enjoying herself on holiday. How has your holiday been so far? Amazing. Um, just stay relaxing. I remembered, though, why I was so bad at fancy when I lived in Australia, because it's just impossible to keep up with the timings of the game. <laughs> but uh, yet so, you're up ready to watch City West Ham. I am. It's 7am, but annoyingly, I can't watch it because it's not actually on in the UK. And I don't have a login um, for the Australian service, although I am trying to get one. So maybe by the end of the podcast, I'll be able to watch it. And I watched um, I watched the Carabao Cup on on live text um, from my bed at like five a.m. in the morning, and then finally saw it on repeat later. But it's hard. <laughs> I did watch Champions League game though. That is pretty dedicated. Um, I've got Spurs Chelsea on in the background. It's on mute, so if you hear any screams, it's because the ball's gone in on one of the goals. So I excuse you. But Sarah, do you remember which game week we're in, or are you that no. detached? <laughs> well, we are halfway through game week twenty-eight uh, and about to hit a number of blanks and doubles. We've got a quite a few questions about those actually later on from Twitter. But in this very short episode, what we're just going to do is give you an update on our competition. So between Sarah and I, uh, give you an update on our league, answer our Twitter questions, and just do a quick recap of some previous tips given by us both and see whether we actually took our own advice. So without further ado. And before the goals start rolling in for our teams, let's talk fantasy football. Right, so after two more game weeks, the score between Sarah and I is... 13 and a half... 13 and a half. We're still drawing. We're still drawing, but we're not level on points. No, but you've gained massively. So you've now closed the gap to nearly 40 points. So well done to you. I think, though, um, your bench boost that you used in game week 26 helped you big time with this because uh, you won that game week by 32 points. No, that week I got zero points off my bench. Um, it was the biggest boost ever, yeah, because my players that were on the bench came on for um, uh, players that didn't play. But you still won by 32 points, um, whereas I won last game week by a margin of only three. So that's how you've closed the gap. Well done. The competition is heating up. Um, what are your predictions for tonight? I'm not going to have a good game week this week at all. Um, I did one last minute change um, to a Cardiff defender. I took out Alonso and put in a Cardiff defender. Um, and most of my team are injured um, or suspended. So You can see Rashford's on the bench at the moment. Is he? Oh my God. So there we go. It's just a joke. Um, but I do have Mane and he has just scored. Oh, has he? So do you know I've currently got 21 points on the bench because uh, Madison, who got an assist and a bonus point, but then, you know, that Newcastle defender we talked about in Goodweek a couple of weeks ago, Cher or Shah, 
he scored a goal and got a clean sheet and he's on my bench. So he had 15 points. So um, I'm not sure. I think it could be quite um, close between us. I wouldn't call it yet, obviously. Oh, my God. I just realised that Sterling's not playing and he's my captain. (laughs) Who's your vice? Mane. So he scored. So there we go. But I bet you Sterling will come on for two minutes. So we've got to talk about this, Sarah, because I, um, you and I had a bit of an argument last time about Aguero versus Aubameyang, and I was like, Aubameyang all the way, easy fixtures, he's got three matches, Aguero's only got two, and guess what? Aubameyang has done absolutely nothing for me, and then Aguero scored that hat-trick. Against Chelsea, which you were like, no, 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 Chelsea's amazing. I was like, no, they'll lose, they're underrated, overrated. You were right. You were totally right. Um, but you haven't brought Aguero in still. No, because I can't afford him. My arguments aren't changing here. <laughs> Maybe when you finally use your wild card, you'll bring him in. Now, another striker you could afford, but you wouldn't want to bring in because she said he's crap, is Salman Rondon. But he did pretty well, actually, in the last match. In one game. He scored and assisted. I actually sent you a text message and you didn't even reply. (laughs) It's just one game, one game. Look, there was actually one of our uh, listeners, Michelle. She captained Rondon. She got 24 points off the back of that. Amazing. Well done, Michelle. (laughs) Right. So in our league, we've still got Ian Wilson uh, with his team, the Underglaziers, as the leader. He's actually found us on Twitter, made made himself known because he's very proud of this. Um, So well done. You're still in the lead. He's on 17, 28 points as of last night, and he's got Captain Salah to go. So... Let's see if he's still there at the end of tonight. So on to our Twitter questions. Well, the first one is for you, Sarah, because it's a Man City related one. It's from FPL Addict. What effect does Fernandinho's injury have on City and for FPL Man City assets? Well, for, sorry, everyone, I have just woken up. For City, it's a disaster. We're always terrified of Fernandinho getting injured because we don't have a real like-for-like replacement for him. Um, but saying that he's out for five weeks and we do have a run of fairly easy fixtures. So I'm sure we'll cope on the league, but, um, uh, yeah, it's not ideal. Makes me nervous. So our next round of questions are from M Bison 22, Fantasian PL, and then Usma Jaffa Rumor. I'm actually going to group them all together because they all ask similar questions about what are we doing around doubles and blanks game weeks? And Usman Jafar Ruma actually said what to do with Rashford and transfers to all blank game week 31. So it's a bit tricky because obviously it's to do with the FA Cup fixtures and we don't know how the teams that are still in the FA Cup are going to do. But there are a couple of tips. Uh, one is to make sure that you... Um, increase your Liverpool and Bournemouth players um, ahead of game week 33 as they'll be having a double Um, using your chips wisely so I know you've already used two of yours Sarah but you've still got your wild card so that helps massively but um, use your chips wisely so I would use your bench boost probably in game week 35 Rashford I'm potentially going to take out for Joshua King so he's one of the Bournemouth players that I'm looking at bringing in um and the blank game week um well you've got that fantastic chip which is free hit um so you could use it then 
or any anything you want to add, Sarah? That's what I'm saving my wild card and my and my free hit for. It's to get me through those weeks. I was gonna hold on to my wild card, but everyone's injured on my team. But I think I'm still gonna hold. <laughs> and you've got quite a few city players, which is a bit of a watch out because they do blank a few times. Two city players. One's injured currently, and one is not playing. All oh, right. Well, there we go. Done for you. So um, our next question is from Michelle. Um, her question is about Chelsea and whether we should rest the players for the rest of the season as they're prima donnas who only play for themselves. Yeah, it's pretty bad what happened um, at the weekend uh, from Kepa's side. And you can see Sari is taking none of it. He's not playing tonight. Uh, but Chelsea look good, actually. I would say they're the arts marginally stronger team at the moment. So I don't think they have given up just yet. Um, that said, I've got no Chelsea players on my team and the only one I might think about bringing on would be Iguain for maybe Obama Yang or Rashford. Uh, I've cleared my team for Chelsea players. You've banned it? Yeah. Like, they don't deserve oh, a spot. Well, I don't mean, I hate Chelsea. Maybe I, think I should I bring them. I think I hate them more than Arsenal. <laughs> So her second question is, will Arsenal keep a second clean sheet on Wednesday? So uh, we're cheating here because we already know the score and that is no. Atmo FPL, he said, I brought in Trippier. Do I keep him? What are your tri- chip strategies? Well, I just kind of mentioned chip strategies. And Trippier, yeah, keep him. I've got him. Um, I really rate him. So he's good at kind of crossing in the ball and getting those assists um, and takes a good free kick every so often as well. So, yeah, keep him. Um, two questions from Amishri Newbury. That's our friend David here in Geneva. Um, one was about should we keep Kepa, Sari, both or neither? I think I think the, the, there's going to be some reshuffling within the Chelsea team for sure. So I would, I would stay clear of Kepa. Although I, maybe because we're far away from the media, it's interesting because James and I both seem to have a different opinion to everyone else about what happened. I think it was a genuine misunderstanding. Nick, he's here. He had to explain several times to me. Sweetheart, do you think it was a general misunderstanding? No. I think it is a general misunderstanding. Do you think Kepper was just being arrogant and showing Sari up? Is that what it is? Yeah. Well, there we go. Is that what James thinks? No, James agrees with me, but you can you can see it. I think he generally, you know, as they said, he thought um, he needed to come off for a medical reason. The medics hadn't reached the bench yet. He was signalling he was fine to continue. I mean, he's a £71 million goalkeeper. You'd be pretty... You'd want to finish the game if you were physically fine and being checked. I mean, Sarri was only substituting him because he thought he had a physical issue. Sorry. Speaking of Sarri and Chelsea... Kieran Trippier has just taken a really nasty knock to the face. I actually thought he was unconscious on the pitch. But um, I haven't seen the footage. But, yeah, it's interesting to think that you guys think it's a misunderstanding, whereas most people I've spoken to have just thought that Kepa was being really arrogant. I think that's the media, right, that's fueling that. Because if you if you look at the, um, the responses from both Kepa and Sari um, and you watch the footage, um, I think it's quite easy to see. Yeah, it shouldn't have blown up that much and, you know, misunderstandings probably shouldn't happen and the goalkeeper should do with the man, you know, let the manager decide and the manager makes that mistake. 
mm. Caballero. But um, I, I, I think this is a pure example of the media just fueling something that doesn't really exist. Well, you know, the outcome might have also been different had they not lost the penalty shootout. I mean, he didn't, yeah, but they didn't lose because um, Kepa didn't perform. They lost because David Luiz missed. But I'm saying it may have, it would be harder to twist it if they, if they hadn't lost the penalty shootout. Yeah. You should watch it, definitely. Um, but, um, I should, yeah. probably should have watched it ahead of this episode. <laughs> Seeing that I saw the question. I think it's a lot of the media trying to make issues. So, um, well, David's other question was, Kane, Iguain, Aguero or another, I've made my choice of who should replace Aubameyang on my team. What would be yours? So I guess the only strikers we might have to replace uh, is Rashford. Are you happy with your other strikers? Yeah. Well, let's see what happens with Rashford. Um, if he's just been set out tonight. Um, but yeah, Aguero, if you can afford him. Yeah, Obama Yang is the jury's out. Um, you know, after this, after his performance tonight against Bournemouth, I'm going to make a decision whether to keep him or not. And then I'm torn: do I bring Harry Kane back in, mm. or or do I go with your advice, Sarah, and actually get a City player into my team? So Mane scored again. I really hope Sterling doesn't come on. <laughs> oh, he scored again. So potentially you're going to get. Well, there we go. We'll have a good. He'll have a good game week. Um, yeah, but as I mentioned, I think the other striker to look out for is Joshua King. So, uh, well, that's it then for this very quick episode. Sarah, I guess we're going to speak to you once you're back from Australia, which is in three game weeks' time. Yeah, it's a mega holiday. Um, oh, but yeah, for you. hopefully navigate the, uh, the next three weeks um, without your help. You've still got access to Twitter and WhatsApp. <laughs> that is true. That is true. And is James still not touching his team? Yeah, still not touching his team. Mm. Well, um, send him our love and enjoy the rest of your holiday and we'll be in touch should there be any dramatic changes in the fantasy football situation. But uh, if not, I'm just going to let you be. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Bye. everybody. Bye.